Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to let go of your fears and limiting beliefs? Ready to live in the moment? Ready to live a positive life by creating new habits? You're in the right place. Join us every week at the Reinvent Yourself to Greatness with Sahar show to learn how to create the happy life you always wanted and deserve now. Hello, hello, hello. This is your host, Sahar Andretti. And as usual, on Wednesday afternoon from beautiful Los Angeles, though not very sunny today, it's a little bit gloomy. It has been gloomy for a few days now, and I hate it. I just love my sun. Anyhow, this is Sahar Andrade, and I am so delighted to be with you today, especially the topic and the guest that we're having today on our podcast. Uh, we are talking about how to turn your holiday blues to holiday bliss. Uh, I like how it chimes too. So uh, as you know, to reach, uh, to reach us uh, during the show to ask any question, your guest call-in number is 215 383 3736. Again, the guest call-in number is 215-383-3736. Our website address is www.reinventyourselftogreatness.com. So let's talk about our subject today. For those of us coping with a loss of a loved one or having financial worries or, or problems or issues or just being overwhelmed, feeling overwhelmed, and we dread the holiday season and all the stress that it brings. Do you wish you could have a different experience this year? I bet you do. Stop worrying because our today's guest, Mishara Prophet, is a certified hypnotherapist and she is my friend. She tells me, if I told you it's totally possible to change your holiday mood from heavy to light, anxious to calm, stressed to relax, with just a shift in perspective. I told her, yeah, right. This, seem, this might seem like a foreign concept, but I would like to show you how to achieve it with ease and grace and joy with few tips that share our profit will share with us today and as you know i always talk about changing negative thoughts to positive thoughts so this was just perfect it fit exactly in the type of uh, content that we offer you my dears so she is going to share some tools and tips for stress management that are sure to help you shift your perspective raise your spirit for this holiday season she will also share something very important here and it's exclusive it's uh, to for a podcast for us today is to attend her free webinar emphasis on free webinar that is full of information that is not your average stress management webinar but it will help you bridge the gap between knowing what to do and taking action so just to a little bit of introduction that, that doesn't do her enough justice. Shara Prophet <laughs> is a professional speaker, teacher, and vitality coach. She is certified in clinical hypnotherapy. She is a certified master therapeutic imagery facilitator, certified past life regression specialist. She is a tarot and oracle reader, and I'm telling you, I, I tried her. I mean, she is phenomenal. 
She's an angel communicator and founder of Open Door Hypnosis, as well as an instructor at Hypnosis Motivation Institute in Los Angeles, California. Without further ado, Ms. Shara Prophet. Welcome, Shara. Wow, what an introduction. Thank you. <laughs> that is amazing. Thank you so much, Sahar. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. It's so good to have you in my podcast. Yeah. It's just like, you know, I have been one of your, like, fans from the beginning. So <laughs> I'm so Thank happy you, so you are with us today. You know, I, I really am. And before I forget, before we go any further, I talked a little bit about your free webinar tomorrow. Can you share a little bit of information? And if someone wants to join your free webinar, what can they do? Absolutely. The webinar will be broadcasted on YouTube Live tomorrow at 11.30 a.m. That's Pacific Standard Time. And to register for the webinar, just go to bit.ly, that's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash blues, B-L-U-E-S, two, that's T-O, bliss, B-L-I-S-S, webinar. So that's bit.ly forward slash blues to bliss webinar. Just click on that and you'll be able to register for the webinar tomorrow. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> so um, when we started talking about podcasts and having you in my podcast, when you gave me the title, like how to turn your holiday blues to holiday bliss, it took me a second. I'm like, hmm, Okay, I kind of get it, but let me ask you, what did you mean by that? Or how can someone listening to it feel like it's related to them? What What did you mean by that? Well, you know, the holidays seems to kind of magnify any kind of, you know, challenge that you might be facing, whether you are coping with loss of a loved one. You know, I know for me, when I uh, lost my stepdad nine years ago, um, actually, tomorrow marks the anniversary of the day that we buried him. Um, I know that it was really difficult the few years following that to kind of celebrate the holidays because he passed away right before Thanksgiving. So I understand yeah. that that's a huge, huge challenge for so many of us that, you know, we want to be happy, we want to be joyful during the holidays, but if you've lost a loved one, um, you know, and especially recently, it's really hard to have a good time during the holidays when you're thinking about this person that was so special to you. So I know, you know, that alone for me was like, wow, you know what, I think I really need to touch on this. You know, it's, it kind of just landed on my heart to do it this year for some reason. So I know that someone out there needs this. Um, also, the holidays bring on a lot of stress. You know, whether you are, you know, struggling financially because, you know, you know, holiday season, things cost a lot more money or you're, not that they cost more, but you're spending more money during the holidays, whether you're trying to host dinners or parties or traveling or buying gifts, things like that. Um, so I know a lot of people get very, very stressed out um, during that time when it comes to finances. Also, feelings of overwhelm. Being, you know, just feeling like you got to get everything done, you know, like November hits and it's like you hit the ground running, whether you run your own business or whether you work for someone else, you got to, you got to close out those like uh, end of year quarterly reports or, you know, kind of tie all the loose ends together, get accounts paid, receive money from people who owe you money. 
Um, and not to mention, if you own a business or if you are a supervisor, there's, you know, um, evaluations that have to get done on top of preparing for the holidays in your own personal life. Um, and whether you're hosting family members coming in from out of town or, you know, you're putting together a big dinner or a party, it can get very, very stressful and very, very overwhelming. Uh, and also it puts a lot of, uh, of weight on us because we feel like everything has to be perfect. Everything has to look a certain way. It has to taste a certain way, you know. Um, so we don't give ourselves a whole lot of room to just be to just be on the holidays. You know, we, we look at it as a special time instead of this is really another day, you know, <laughs> and it's okay if everything doesn't work out so perfect. So I'm doing this webinar, which is the same title of How to Turn Your Holiday Blues into Holiday Bliss. Um, I'm doing that because so many of us are experiencing high stress, high anxiety. We're coping with the loss of a loved one. We're thinking about um, maybe estranged relationships, or maybe you're, you've just gone through a divorce or a breakup recently, and those types of memories are coming up for you. So there's just all sorts of different high emotions that happen that are magnified by the holiday for some reason. And I just wanted to share some tools and techniques that people can use and start to put to use immediately to kind of help them navigate through this rough time, the time that can that can be rough for so many of us. Wow. And and I know loss loss means different things like you just explained to uh mm-hmm. to different people. Loss can be like act the actual death of someone, it could be a divorce, it could be mm-hmm. um, a fight in the family, you know, where where you're not gonna get together these holidays anymore, or it could be someone that moved away, it could be a child that went to college and for some reason cannot come back for the holidays. So yeah. it, it's it's all a sense of loss, uh, no matter what the reason is. And like you said, for some reason it gets like multiplied by 100 magnitude and we feel it, those in our heart. I guess like we kind of feel sorry for ourselves somehow, you know, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know why, especially in this time of the year. So Absolutely. There's, I mean, and there's definitely an energy that happens, you know, around the fall, winter seasons, especially around the tail end of the year, there is an energy that that starts to shift a little bit, and it stirs people up. You know, this energy kind of stirs you up. And what it's doing is it's getting us to kind of uh, pay attention to or become more aware of ourselves. And it's kind of like a red button. It's kind of like that red hot button that the universe kind of pushes to say, hey, this is something you got to pay attention to. This is something you may want to tap into and start some healing work around it. So what I like to tell a lot of people is don't look at it as, uh, you know, oh, Lord, here comes the holidays and start dreading it like I used to. I used to dread the holidays, you know. I'm like, I just want to hurry up and get through it and just get to the new year and forget about it, you know. Um, But instead, look at it as a time to reflect and to kind of say, oh, I, I can change this. I can have a different perspective about all of this. And even that's not to say that you still won't feel the pain or you still won't be a little down sometimes. But when you start to shift your perspective about why you're feeling the way you're feeling or when you start to look at this season or this time of year from a, in a different light, 
something about that awareness really tends to shift the emotions and the thoughts a little bit. So that's kind of what I want to focus on, you know, to help people say, okay, even though I feel this way, I can make a choice, you know, consciously I can make a choice, and then I can reinforce that choice on a subconscious deep level to really help me embody this new behavior, this new idea, so to speak. Awesome. And and I know that I hear it from a lot of people, including gurus and experts. They tell you, you know what, just push through your fear, just push through your stress, just push through your doubts, and it's just like ignore it and keep moving on. And And for me, I find this is like it's so unfair to tell people that because ignoring your fear or your doubts or your stress is making them fester in the dark. For me, you need mm-hmm. to face them, you know, and talk to them and, and be friends with them. Can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. That is definitely what my webinar is all about tomorrow and is, is the way that I work as a coach is to pay attention to your emotions. Don't try to sweep it under the rug. Don't turn your head away from it. Pay attention to it. Face it. You know, say, okay, what are you trying to tell me? Because it's all it is. All it is is just little signals. You know, when we have certain emotions or things come up for us, like I said before, it's just kind of the the universe's way of saying, hey, honey, it's time for this. It's coming up because it's time to release it. And the only way we're able to release anything is by bringing it up, allowing it to show us what is the message in this because everything that we experience, every experience we have, every interaction we have with the person, every conversation we have, every situation we find ourselves in, all it is is information. So if you can look at it, look at that emotion. If you feel sad when this time of the year comes around, why do I feel sad? Okay, that's why I feel sad. You know, um, what happens right before I start to feel this way? You know, is there something that's triggering this emotion right now? What am I thinking before I have this sadness? And then when you start to really, really kind of dissect it, not live in it, not stay in it, but dissect it to the point where you're almost playing the observer. And when you play the role of the observer, what that does is it takes all the pressure off of you being in the experience. Now you're zooming out of it and you're looking at it as kind of the, kind of like you're the puppet master, almost like, oh, this is what's going on. So I can choose, once I'm in this emotion, I can choose to say, okay, here it is. It's coming up. Let me deal with this. Let me sit with this for a while. Again, not living in it because some people sit with it and they sit with it and they sit with it and they sit with it and Mm -hmm. they never let it go. But sit with it a little bit. Ask it questions. Talk to it. Get to understand what it's trying to get you to pay attention to. If you think about pain in the body, if you get, if you you stub your toe, the only way you know you stubbed your toe and that you may have possibly broken your toe is what? Through pain, right? The pain Mm -hmm. is a signal. Whether you get it physically, whether it comes through emotionally, the pain is just a signal to let you know that there's something that needs to be attended to. And that is what I like to 
really drive home for my clients. I say, hey, look, look at this stuff. Pay attention to it. Figure out what is the information in there. What's the message behind this? And then once you get that message, you can lovingly release it. You know, you can lovingly release it. It doesn't mean that it won't come back. You give it permission to come back if it feels like it needs to come back. But when it comes back, now you have greater power over it because now you understand why it's there. Does this make sense, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. No, no, no. I, I totally, you know I totally agree with what you say. But it yeah. just, And you said it in such a simplified way, you know, that people can get that. Because a lot of people talk about that, but they make it so complicated, you know. And, and at the end, basically, what you're saying is like, you regain control of your life and your emotions and your feeling. It's in your hand to do it. It's it's a mindset. It's just a mind shift. You know? So Absolutely. That, that's, that's, that's really powerful. all it is. Absolutely. It's just a shift in perspective. You know, I love to say if you shift your perspective, you can shift your experience. It doesn't mean that these things won't come up. It doesn't mean, oh, you're never, you'll never feel sad again or you will never think about this again or this will never worry you again. It doesn't mean that. It just means that when that emotion comes up, now, now you have power, you have dominion over it because you understand it. The thing that hurts us the most, that brings the most conflict is us not understanding what to do with the emotion and how to process it. That's really what... And, and, and not acknowledging it. And not acknowledging it, you know. Some of us, and, because, and we don't acknowledge it because sometimes we don't understand it. So we're like, you know what, I'm just going to put this to the side because I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't want to touch it with yeah. a 10-foot pole because the moment I touch it, I'm going to shatter. Everything is going to come to a grinding halt and my life is going to fall apart. Well, you know what? If you don't look at it, eventually it's, your life will fall apart anyway because that is just how the, the energy works. That's how the energy moves. It needs to be, it needs to come up to be released. If you don't allow it to come up and you don't process it in a proper way and you don't learn how to do it or work with someone who can walk you through that process, eventually everything will come crashing down. You will not know why and you will feel absolutely helpless. But if you can get in front of it, and you gain, what I like to say is when you let go, that's when you gain more control. When you let go and say, okay, just come on, what is this? Come on, show, show up, rise up, what is this? That is when you have more power over the emotions. You have more power over the thoughts because you're taking time to pay attention to it, to look at it, and to use certain tools to move through it in a healthy way, in a positive way, in a way that's going to get you on the other side of it. And then if it shows up again, you, you have tools to, to work at it again. And eventually what will happen, eventually you'll move to a place where it, it's not an issue for you anymore. And one day you'll just notice, oh, wow, wow, this holiday feels great. You know, <laughs> like I'm not even thinking about that. Or I thought about it and I laugh about it now, you know, or I have I have a lightness around this particular issue now. So that's that's really what I'm going to be touching on in the webinar tomorrow. Um, and this is something that I work with many many clients on, you know, not just about holidays, but in life in general. <laughs> exactly, you know, and I and again I hear gurus and experts say, you know what, there is nothing called fear. You should just go ahead and 
And and in my mind, always, the definition of fearless doesn't mean that you act without fear because fear is absent. is that you act despite of fear because exactly. fear is ingrained in us as human beings. And uh, you know what you just said just triggered a question in my mind. If someone wants to work, later on, here's the podcast and the webinar is done, and they want to work with you one-on-one, how can mm-hmm. they reach you? You can always just email me at Shara, S-H-A-R-A, at opendoorhypnosis.com. Um, at the end of the webinar, there will be a link provided that you can click on. It will take you straight to where you can sign up for the program. Um, you can also call me anytime at 202-203-0266 and just give, you know, shoot me a text message, call or email me, and absolutely after the webinar tomorrow there will be links provided where you can um, schedule an appointment. Uh, I also offer a free 20-minute consultation for anyone who's interested in, in learning more about um, my coaching techniques. Um, and just to kind of discuss what you would want to work on, what issues you would like to work on. Awesome. So it's Shara, S-H-A-R-A, at opendoorhypnosis.com. And can you repeat your phone number again? Yes, it's 202-203-0266. Shara, I have known you for a while. I have known you even before you start open door hypnosis but I mm-hmm. you always wear into spirituality and you're always wear into the angels and the feelings and living in the present and and mindfulness what made you take the step to become a certified hypnotherapist oh man <laughs> well you know Sahar when you and I first met I was in the food industry Um, and I was bringing a food, trying to bring a food product to market. And so in the midst of all of that happening, I was on Facebook one day and uh, an ad for the Hypnosis Motivation Institute popped up. And this is a college in L.A. that teaches hypnotherapy. It's a very, very intensive program. Um, it's amazing, and uh, I, I clicked on it one day. I'm like, wow, hypnosis. People actually teach this stuff? <laughs> Just a college for this? <laughs> and I was like, what? And I'd never given it a thought. I've always been, like you said, I've always been into um, helping other people. Even with the food business, it was all about healthy eating and, and, and helping yes. people learn how to just lead a healthier lifestyle. So I started, I went to a few free classes at the, um, at the HMI college and it took me two years. Actually, it took me two years from the time that I first saw that ad uh, to when I actually enrolled into the college because I was fighting against it. My, my guides, my higher selves, you know, the, that little voice within was just saying, do this, you should do this, it's going to be good for you. But I was, I was like, no, I'm running this other business and I have student loans. I can't do this, you know. I, I can't do that right now. I'm working on this. But the voices didn't stop, and eventually I had to listen to that voice that was so strong it just wouldn't stop. And I enrolled, and I remember it was like the second week of class when I started there. It was the second week of class, 
And I was just like, wow, what is this? Like, I love this. And I just heard, I heard that inner voice say, this is going to be very good for you. Trust us. I told and you so. Has, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I told you so. Just keep doing it and it's going to be so good. And it has been amazing. My life has shifted tremendously. Um, things that used to really weigh me down and wear me down. Now, I, like I said, I just have like a lightness about it because I'm, I'm using the techniques that I've learned um, and creating my own techniques as well during this entire process and through the work that I'm doing with other clients. And on myself, I, use every, I do everything on me first. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. I, you know, share it with clients. But it has just made such a tremendous uh, change in my life. And it's the best decision that I ever made. I'm so happy that I listened to those voices. <laughs> and, and also, I'm easy, I listen to them more, I, I listen to them a lot faster now. It doesn't take me two years to listen now. It's like, oh, I hear a voice, and it's just like, bam, do this, do this, do this. And they never steer me wrong. So <laughs> that's how I got it. You know, isn't it. isn't it funny how we have, we all, no matter who we are, have this little guiding voices inside of us and specifically us as women we are more mm-hmm. sensitive to them but more or more or less we ignore them oh yeah all the time so, absolutely you know to our do. own detriment you know what i mean it's just mm-hmm. like i try to cater this show more or less to women and let them understand that we all have a spirit guide inside of us that we need to uh, to listen you know, to her, to him, to it, you know, so we can advance mm-hmm. in a better way. We need to start trusting ourselves. But unfortunately, um, as women, we have all these kind of fears that we always talk about, you and I, uh, like fear of success, fear of failure, yeah. fear of ridicule, fear of embarrassment, fear mm-hmm. of loss, you know, and it just, um, it's it's crazy. It's crazy, you know, and it's just like I wish that we um, could just come back to our roots and and trust who we are from the inside out. Um, uh, Shara, my next, it's funny that you know your name and my name have the same exact letters, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> now it does, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I wanted to ask you, um, I mean, I know that around holidays, people tend to gain weight. And people think it's because of all the cookies and food, but actually there is a bigger reason uh, Mm -hmm. behind gain weight during the holidays. You want to touch on that? Okay. Yes, absolutely. All right. I recently, well, it's been about two years now, I released 45 pounds, um, and it was very hard for me to do that. It wasn't hard when it happened, but before that, it was really hard. But what helped me, you know, wasn't the the diet helped, the exercising helps to maintain it, but what really, really helped me was to finally realize that it wasn't what I was putting in my mouth. It was what I was putting in my mouth to push down, okay? And what I mean by that is I was eating my emotions. I was pushing, suppressing emotions down, so... Again, going back to the whole holiday thing, like I would throw caution to the wind during the holidays because I was like, you know, it's the holidays, so I get to eat and drink everything that I want to eat and drink. And what I was really doing was I was pacifying that little child inside of me that was sad, that was scared, 
that was depressed, that was, you know, that wasn't feeling 100%, you know, confident, you know, love, all of that stuff, you know, insecurity, all of that stuff. Mine was really, the, the weight gain for me was really about insecurity, insecurity and fear. And once I realized that this weight is an emotional issue, doesn't really have anything to do with diet and exercise because I know very, very thin people who eat whatever they want to eat, and they don't gain a pound, okay? So that lets you know that it's the relationship that we have to food and the subconscious attachments that we have. So for some people, it can be traced all the way back to their childhood, you know, something that triggered, you know, something that happened during, during childhood that they carry with them all the way through their adult life and whether you've had weight issues from the time you were a kid or whether it just, for me, it was, it started like right around the time that I first left home to go to college. I was in an unfamiliar place. I didn't feel safe. I felt insecure. And so I ate because I was afraid to go out and live in the world, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. And it happened, it also happened when I moved here to L.A. So each person has their own set of issues, so to speak. And so when we try to, when we blame it on food and we blame it on drink, of course those things contribute to it because of the amount that we eat. But also it's the energetic charge that we put around the food. So if you are feeling sad, if you're feeling angry, if you're frustrated and you start eating, you have blessed your food with anger, sadness, heaviness, insecurity, worry, doubt, and fear, you've blessed your food with all of that energetically. So now you are eating that, and all of those emotions have weight. Those emotions carry very, very heavy, low weight. So when we eat that, we are now putting it into our bodies, and our body is is saying, oh, wow, okay, we got to hold on to this. Does that make sense? (laughs) Absolutely. It becomes our pacifier. It becomes our pacifier, absolutely. And I I tell people this all the time, be careful with what you say and be careful what you say to yourself and around yourself and be careful what you say around your food because everything is energy. If we start talking, if we start putting, you know, a, a certain vibration of energy out there, especially while you're cooking your food or before you eat, if you are eating ice cream and you're like, oh, this is going to make me fat, I already know, and you eat it. Anyway, you've already spoken into that the energy, into that ice cream that is going to make you fat instead of just enjoying it and just, and just exactly. allowing yourself to enjoy that process, you know. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's my stance. That's my opinion on <laughs> um, and it's not You know, I can it's trace back, Shara, the, the, the yeah. time when I started gaining my weight. I was nine mm-hmm. years old. And I went through uh, a kind of trauma, and I there is there was nothing. I was a child, and there was nothing I could do about it. And I just started eating and eating and eating. And the more they were telling me, "Don't eat. You're gaining a lot of weight." I would eat more. Yeah. And it just since then, you know, I have been having my battle with weight on and off, on and off, on and off. And and I know that I need to look at it in a different way. I need to look at it in um, uh, in a more of 
an emotional way, but I, I, I came, the thing is like I came to a point where now probably in the last 10 years, I, I totally accept myself as I am. You know, I mm-hmm. totally love myself as I am, you know, thin, sick, fat, overweight, whatever it is, I, I mm-hmm. accept myself as I am. And now when I, when I decide to go uh, to lose a little bit of weight, it's not because I feel like, oh, my God, everybody around me is this way or, or I should do this. It's actually because there is a reason for it. Either like, you know what, oh, my God, my joints are becoming painful or, you know what I mean? It's just like there is. Yeah. And the reason why I start losing the weight, it's out actually of love to myself and love of my well-being. And, and I had to make that mind shift like 10, 12 years ago. So it's just like I, I, I really hope that a lot of people uh, really listen to this podcast because whatever we go through as doubts, as fear, especially as women, as, as you know, we always keep nagging ourselves. It's like we're not good enough. We are not uh, – we don't know what we're doing and, and what we call the imposter syndrome, all the fears that we have and and the lack of self-confidence. And, and if we can – face all that you know uh it's not it's not pretty and it's not easy and and i'm not claiming that it happens overnight and i'm not Mm -hmm. claiming it's a click of your fingers and it's gonna happen it will take a long time and it will be very painful i'm not telling you um, you know, my, my womanpreneurs, my women, my ladies that are listening, and, and even to the men that are listening, it's not about a click of a finger, you know, like um, you have like a genie in the bottle and it will happen overnight. I mean, as Sharak just also said, you know, it will be difficult, but we need always to look at the end result. We need to look at what do we want to achieve? Our well-being, at loving ourselves. It's like, yes, we, we, you know when you go to the grocery store and you want to get something, you buy it. You pay for it. I mean, what yeah. better thing to pay for than your own self-love and self-acceptance? Absolutely. It's an investment. It's an investment. Absolutely. We have to learn Absolutely. how to. We have to learn to invest in ourselves, especially women. I love that you touched on the, on women, especially about the intuition part, because you know, women have been taught through, you know, hundreds of years, hundreds and hundreds of years, we've been taught to not listen to ourselves. In fact, we were burned at the stake for listening to our our inner voice mm-hmm. and our intuition. Um, we were told that we were witches and all of this stuff because of that. And that type of trauma is passed down through our bloodline. So when we are not listening to our intuition, when we're not we're not heeding to that inner voice, that inner wisdom, that true wisdom, when we're not doing that, we consistently put ourselves in that state of conflict. And it is in that and in that state of conflict is that fight or flight response. So the fight or flight response triggers the high stress. It triggers those high emotions which put us in a position where we have to use food, we have to use wine, we have to use cigarettes, we have to use sex, we have to use sleep, we have to use work to help us cope with the stress and the emotions and the sadness. And all it is is the part of us that's saying, do this and everything will work out fine, goes, is, is trying to go against that other part of us that's saying, well, this is what you know 
works right now. This is the instant gratification. This is how you've been doing it all your life. This is how you've learned how to do it. Keep doing it this way. So when the that higher mind is kind of rubbing against or, or uh, kind of going against that unconscious mind, the part of our brains that rules all of our automatic behaviors, it rules about 95% of our daily automatic behaviors. So when we're going against that, that's where that conflict comes in because you know that there's you know that you want to be doing something different but the part of you that's been doing it this way all your life is saying absolutely not we're not doing that and that's what keeps us in that cycle that cycle of not heeding to the intuition not listening to the inner voice not listening to that wise guide within so what what the technique that i use which is through Hypnosis is a way to get through that natural defense, okay? It's a way to get through into the subconscious mind, into the unconscious part of the brain where all of those automatic behaviors live, where the, where the, the thought of, I'm just going to go eat some ice cream right now because I'm tired, I'm stressed out, and I don't have time to cook dinner. You know, that part of the brain that says, yep. um, I'm just going to work late tonight because I don't want to go home and face my husband right now. Or I don't feel like dealing yep. with the kids right now, so I'm going to go to the bar and have a couple of drinks. Nothing wrong with yep. any of those things, okay? Nothing wrong with any of those things. However, when it becomes a pattern and a way an for addiction. you to avoid, and an addiction and a way yes. for you to avoid a certain emotion or a certain, certain feeling, that is when it becomes a, a problem, and an issue. So you can... And, and many times we find ourselves trying to make the positive change, but sometimes we'll get we'll do it for a few weeks. We might even do it for a few months, but then we will go right. Something will happen. And we'll go right back, back to, to the that old, old way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I do using hypnotherapy is, is such a, a I, such a I want to say magical, <laughs> but and I only I only use the term magical because it can happen in a very short time span. And everybody's results differ, but it happens in a, in a shorter time span because we're going straight to the root. We're going straight to the subconscious mind. And what we're doing while we're in there is we are talking to the subconscious mind. We're communicating with it because the subconscious, while it seems like, it seems as though the subconscious mind is not that smart, it's very, highly, it's very, very highly intelligent. It's extremely intelligent, and it has a lot of information in there that can help us make those changes. And all it is is communicating with it, putting in a new suggestion, a new way of doing things, breaking down those old patterns, putting in a new healthy behavior. And what happens is it gets anchored in the subconscious. So the same way we learned how to deal with a certain situation uh, with wine, with food, with chocolate, with sex, whatever. The same way we learn how to do that, we can break down that behavior, but we can't just break it down. We've got to replace it with something. That's the key. We've got to yes. replace it with a positive yes. behavior, you know. And so I work with people directly, and I talk to them. We come up with an action plan together, something that's practical, something that is very doable for them. I don't believe in you know, telling people what to do. We work together as a team to create an action plan that is going to be something that is is very doable for the client, something that they can stick to, and then we reinforce it in the subconscious mind. And you, you know, you, you would just be amazed at how easily and quickly all of a sudden things just start to shift. And you're like, wow, I didn't even know. I, don't, I haven't even thought about a cigarette today or I haven't even thought about eating a, cho- a piece of chocolate cake or I had some and you know what? 
it was fine. Like, I didn't feel guilty. I didn't feel bad. It was delicious. I loved it, you know, and even with cigarette smoking, I don't, I don't shame my clients about smoking. If you want the cigarette, have it, you know, <laughs> have the cigarette until mm-hmm. you don't want it anymore. You know what I mean? So it's just a matter of us, um, it's just a matter of us getting into that part of our brains and just just shifting the perspective. It goes right back to that shifting the perspective Absolutely. and shifting the behaviors. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, a lot of of people, a lot of us don't know or don't don't even have the knowledge that um actually things like uh depression or abuse or um feel of of uh, fear of rejection or it has been proven scientifically that we can go up to the seventh grandmother like if they were if if the great 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 grandmother was like in in a war situation or where they were running and they had fear all the time or they were depressed or they were abused or they were in fear of their life we get this and we start exhibiting all these symptoms without even mm-hmm. realizing that we have no hand in it and we should not be ashamed you know of it rather than dealing with it and and it just um having you today on the podcast is just has been magical and i just i love it and i love Thank you. Uh, everything <laughs> you do and and you know you know how i am uh, about um I advocate for women always, and it just yes. whatever uh, wealth of information you share today is unbelievable, and I am so happy that this is still going to be online and people can go back and listen to it, not only for holidays uh, to change the holiday blues to holiday bliss, but actually to change every day's blues to every day's oh, bliss. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And I mean, you know, it's... It's important for us to is it's important for us to apply this every single day of our lives. Absolutely. And and before uh we end the podcast, can you please share your webinar, your free webinar information again? Absolutely. Um it's bit.ly forward slash blues to bliss webinar. And that's B I T dot L Y forward slash B as in boy, L-U-E-S-T-O, B as in boy, L-I-S-S, webinar. Click on that. Um, I mean, put that in your browser, and it will take you straight to a landing page. You just click on the button, and you will be registered for the webinar tomorrow. And then I send out a link. And it's at 1130. Yes, at 1130, and I will be sending out a link tomorrow, probably about an hour um, before the webinar begins so that you guys can have the link to the live broadcast. Awesome. And, and um, people, Shara's uh, email is Shara, S-H-A-R-A, at opendoorhypnosis.com. Her website is www.opendoorhypnosis.com. And Shara, can you please repeat your phone number? Yes, the number is 202-203-0266. Awesome. Shara, I cannot thank you enough for being on uh, my podcast today. Thank you so much uh, for being here. And uh, to my beautiful tribe outside here, um, 
as you heard, this was a great podcast with Shara Prophet. It, it has been, uh, like she uses the word magical, it has been magical. And I always end my podcast by telling you, we all have a genius inside of us. We all have a light inside of us. Get that light out, not only to eliminate your path, but also to put light out for other people. Together, mm-hmm. our lights together will put light, love, and peace in this world. Shara, thank you so much for being with us today. (laughs) Thank you so much for being with us today, and best of luck for your webinar tomorrow. Thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. My beautiful tribe of women and men, I love you very much. As usual, this was your host, Sahar Andrade. Our uh, website is www.reinventyourselftogreatness.com or you can email me at info at reinventyourselftogreatness.com. So till we meet again next Wednesday, I'm out of here. I love you. Bye, you all. (laughs) 